Hey friends, and welcome back to Faith Field Woman. This is Kristen, and today I actually want to talk about how do we show up as Christians and not make everything so complicated. If we talk church speak, if we don't show instead of just telling people, then the message, the reason why following Jesus, the reason why we want to build our relationship and our foundation on God's truth doesn't come through. So that is what we're going to dig into today. Hi, beautiful friend, and welcome to Faith-Fueled Woman. I want to ask you, are you ready to accept the invitation we've been given to step into the adventure of pursuing God in what he has for us? I'm Kristen. I'm an encourager. I'm a Christian inspirational speaker, author, and podcaster. I help women grow in their faith, purpose, and business so they can have a lasting legacy and impact in their homes and in the world. If you want to partner with God and design your life to be less hurried, less stressed, be more excited and feel alive in your purpose and commitment to God and your family, this is the podcasting community for you. Grab your favorite beverage, your prayer journal, and your pen. And let's be encouraged. Okay, before I jump into talking about the uh, what I want to talk about today, the content, I want to mention a couple things. One is I know that I've had some episodes that the audio hasn't been great because I actually, over the last month, had to, um, I guess I had, I replayed some old or original episodes when I first started the podcast. So I just want to apologize if the audio hasn't been great for you or different parts of it aren't clear, then I'm so sorry for that. I'm working on it and I'm actually, there was a program I was using to remove sound, you know, like if the phone rang or something but I think it was actually causing some other audio issues. So I'm actually turning that off and I'm hoping that helps, but I would love your feedback. If you have feedback for me, if you're struggling as well with the audio, or if it sounds like it's only coming out of one speaker, definitely send me a message and let me know. The other things I want to let you know though, is I'm super excited. I just kicked off my request for podcast guests for the, um, you know, really for May, June and July. And I have a great number of people that have either already scheduled interviews with me or are getting ready to that have already reached out. I am so excited. We have so many people to be coming on to share their life stories. And I mean, some of them are, I mean, just amazing, like what they've been through, where they've come from to what they're doing now. But all of the themes, of course, is how God has shown up in their lives through it all, through the hard things, through the amazing things, through the transitions, people that have figured out how to, in some ways, work for themselves or uh, be a part of the church or get their message out there. So I can't wait because I think they're going to encourage you so much in the coming months. And I think it's really going to be so much of what I love, which is having conversation with people about how do we do life? How do we do it better? How do we tap into our joy that comes from the Lord in that tap into that inner gladness? So stay tuned because probably in about two weeks, some of those new episodes will start releasing and I know you're going to love them. So definitely stay tuned. Also, I will be sharing a uh, Christian workbook soon about how do we um, live a more joyful life. So as soon as that's ready, I will share it on the podcast and then you can go and grab that free workbook. All right. So let's jump into today's um, conversation. So I was actually reading the Proverbs 31 first five morning devotional and the scripture they shared this morning was 1 Corinthians 14 5 and it says the one who prophecies 
is greater than the one who speaks in tongues, unless someone interprets so that the church may be built up. And the reason that this really hit me is they're explaining that if you're speaking in tongues and people can't understand it, then it's not going to benefit anyone listening. And so it made so much sense to me, right? Sense to me is that if you're sharing the gospel, if you're sharing your testimony, if you're talking about who God is and about God's truth, but you're doing it in a way that sounds, you know, like church speaker, it's too complicated, whether that's because that's what we think we're to do or whether that's because that's how we were taught, we may be alienating people. In other words, people may not be getting the message. And so what I wanted to do today is to remind all of us It's actually through using simple language, using language that connects other people to what we're saying. But more importantly, it's how do we show people what we experience with this connection to God, with following Jesus. And when we show them, we don't just tell them, people can see. They can see the difference in our life. They can see the difference in the level of joy, the gladness that we bring forth into our lives, regardless of our circumstances or hardships. And so really, I wanted to remind all of us that we don't have to try so hard. And really, let's get back to the basics. The basics are what does God command of us? What does he tell us? What are his promises in simple terms? And what does Jesus tell us and show us? Of course, you know, yes, we can get um, everlasting life from his resurrection, but the But really, it's how do we love people? How do we show up and be part of their lives in a way that is about putting others first before ourselves? And so if you haven't read books by Bob Goff, I highly recommend them and books by Mark Batterson. But Bob Goff has this amazing talent of, one, sharing great stories about his life and just really loving people well. And so one of his books is called Everybody Always, but it's literally about loving everybody all the time, or at least doing our best to try to do that. But his books, and he has several now, I mean, just a couple of them are Love Does, Everybody Always, Dream Big, Undistracted, and uh, he has a devotional, I just don't remember the name of it, it's on my other table. It might be like Love Lives Here or something like But um, what I love is he also gets really clear with us that he has some sort of um, quote, and I I can't find it today, but he says something like, I used to think that talking about God with a stadium full of people was kind of it, right? It's like more people and these big elaborate um, things are what kind of we should aspire to. And then what he realizes, no, loving people well is just showing up in their lives and not trying to give them so much direction, instead show them what it means to unconditionally love them. So I definitely think if you haven't read his books and you can download download his eBooks, you can buy his books. I have hard copies because I have about 600 sticky notes in every one of them. I'm just one of those people, I don't like writing in real books. So my books are filled with sticky notes. But the other thing I do, and I get it, um, maybe this is kind of a Christian encourager, writer, geeky thing. But I love when I find something that speaks to me in book or if it's scripture or whatever it is, a quote, I write it in journals, you know, and then I put where I found it and the author's name 
and then, you know, page number in the book if it's from a book or if it's scripture, of course I write which scripture it is. But why do I do that? It's because if things spoke to me that much, I want to go back and find them. And of course, for me, I may want to use them in a future devotional or a book, or I might want to share them on the podcast. So I get it. Maybe that's not for everyone, but I highly encourage that if things encourage you, if they speak to you and they especially point you forward in your faith or lifting it, they lift you up or they might lift someone else up, capture that, grab it, you know, hold it, screenshot it, do something with it so that you can get to it again. And by the way, I apologize. I'm through it definitely sounds super scratchy this morning. So sorry about that. Okay. So back to Bob Goff, but I love his sentiment. I love how he puts following Jesus and being a Christian, instead of talking about all the church words and things, he doesn't, he doesn't spout off scripture or talk about that Bible studies are so great because once again, instead of talking and learning about Jesus and about the history, which is great, he talks about doing. So in his one book, I think it's in what is this? Dream Big or Love Does, he's talking about instead of doing a Bible study, which he used to, he's done before, he now meets with a group of guys and does Bible doing. So of course they briefly talk about what Jesus says and then they do, right? They talk about what are they doing in the world to be like Jesus, to unconditionally love them as Christians. And so I think that's what I want to encourage you in your life today is how do we show up in, in simple terms and in simple actions, be that extension of Christ in the world, but do it in a way that doesn't alienate and instead it invites people in and more importantly, invites people into wanting a relationship with God with you know, and, and then with Christ. It invites people in to at least open the door. It opens the door of curiosity. It opens the door of consideration. And so that's what I think we need more of in the world is less division and less talking like we are, you know, he talks about like we're, we aren't in a club. Like that's not the point, right? Of being a Christian. It's to actually love everyone, to show up and be that opposite example, to be humble and that isn't easy to do, right? And so that's what I want to encourage you and even myself to do as we show up in life. And I want to share just two short excerpts from Bob Goff's book, Love Love Does With You, really getting to the heart of, I think, what we're called to do by remembering what Jesus has done and is still trying to do in our lives and everyone else's. He says this, There's only one invitation it would kill me to refuse, yet I'm tempted to turn it down all the time. I get the invitation every morning when I wake up to actually live a life of complete engagement, a life of whimsy, a life where love does. It doesn't come in an envelope. It's ushered in by a sunrise, the sound of a bird, or the smell of coffee drifting lazily from the kitchen. It's the invitation to actually live, to fully participate in this amazing life for one more day. Nobody turns down an invitation to the White House, but I've seen plenty of people turn down an invitation to fully live. He says, turning down this invitation comes in lots of flavors. It looks like numbing yourself or distracting yourself or seeing something really beautiful as normal. It can also look like refusing to forgive or not being grateful or getting wrapped around the axle with fear or envy. I think every day God sends us an invitation to live and sometimes we forget to show up. 
or get head faked into thinking we haven't really been invited. But you see, we have been invited every day all over again. And then he says this kind of wrapping up that chapter. He says, Jesus wants us to come. He's sending his servants out to tell people standing at the fences and in the libraries that they're invited to the party. He's sending you an invitation to in the sunrise, in the sound of a bird, or in the smell of coffee drifting lazily from the kitchen. The one who has invited you is way more powerful than any of the impediments we think we're facing. And he has just one message for us. He leans forward and whispers quietly to each of us. There's more room. And I think Bob's examples and the way he speaks, and he puts it in such simple but beautiful terms. I think that's how we're being called to live in this life, called to to point people back to God, pointing people to have a relationship um, and live like Christ. I think that is it. I think we make it complicated and we kind of mess it all up a lot and that's okay, but we make it more complicated than it needs to be because instead of just focusing on getting in a relationship with God and everyday renewing and deciding over again to do the same and to show up loving others, to love our neighbors like ourselves, to love and glorify God, right? We we do, we complicate it. And I just want to remind us that it's so much more simple than that. And I hope that this will encourage you to remember that it's more about showing people what it means to, um, you know, be a Christian and not even in that word. What does it mean to follow God? What does it mean to, um, you know, believe in the resurrection of Christ and to have everlasting life for him to forgive our sins? What does that look like in your life? Show them, tell them through story, through your testimony, because that's how people connect. There's lots of data, but it says that people actually make decisions more based on hearing story than on data points. So it's kind of the same. If you just read to them, um, you know, all the reasons why they should, you know, believe in God and read their Bible, it doesn't always hit home, right? It doesn't connect where it needs to, which is in your heart, in your soul. But when we share our own story, when we share our own testimony of how our life has been changed, when people see that we have these, the fruits of the spirit, where we do experience all of the fruits of the spirit, you know, peace and love and joy, you know, and everything else, that something's different, right? About people that walk the earth and have a connection, you know, a connection to God's truth and to his promises. And so I just want to encourage you both in your own life, but also in, in stepping up and stepping out with others, show up and just love them unconditionally, because that is the Testament. That is how people see that there's something different when we have relationship with God. And just remember, we can keep it simple. We don't need to talk church or Bible speak so much because it's more about letting people see that they're loved and that we're here to help, right? To, to serve. And so today was just a reminder. Like I said, that scripture kind of hit me and how uh, more important it is to speak in a way people can hear us and we can bring people into church or point people to God and less about 
talking as if we know what we're talking about when it comes to the Bible or Christ. So until next time, I hope you have a beautiful and blessed day. Thanks again for listening. And if you would like to be encouraged and lifted up, I have a seven-day encouragement challenge. If you'd like to sign up, go to faithfueledwoman.com and just enter your email address and you will be sent seven days of Christian encouragement and inspiration to your inbox. Thanks again for listening to Faith Fueled Woman. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would share it with a friend. And if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get discovered by more people to spread more hope in the world. Thanks again for listening in.